0: Episode 320 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. I'm Editor Kirk Semenoff. Our sixth of seven interviews with Wichita mayoral primary candidates is Julie Rose Stroud. Julie is an environmental health and safety manager and a music producer and poet, along with a candidate for mayor. I'll ask her why she got into the race and what's important to her about Wichita's future. Julie Rose Stroud joins me in a minute. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Julie Rose Stroud is with me this afternoon. She is a candidate for mayor in Wichita for the August 1st primary, the nine candidates trying to whittle down to two for the general election in November. Julie, thanks for joining me.
1: Thanks for having me, Kirk.
0: You are one of the candidates that people probably don't know a lot about. Um, there are a few that you know, are either the incumbent and, or, or people who are a little more well-known in the community. Tell us about yourself. First of all, why you decided to run for mayor?
1: I believe, well, the reason I've decided to run for mayor is I want to utilize my skills and experiences to better our community, Mm -hmm. and I feel that I am the best candidate to do so.
0: Why is that?
1: Well, I grew up the city of Wichita, and i've had a large variety of different experiences that enables me to connect and empathize with many different individuals from the city of wichita and understand the challenges that they face on a daily basis
0: Mm -hmm. You're, you're 32 years old but if you look at your resume it's it's quite a long and varied resume already uh Tell us about all the things you are involved with first, first from a work perspective.
1: Professionally, I am an environmental health and safety and quality manager for a chemical company.
0: What company is that? Evonic. Mm -hmm. And what does that mean? What do you do?
1: So I ensure that our company is in compliance with federal, the EPA rules, and then state regulations and also city codes in terms of the environment, so that we're doing the right thing in terms of the air, the water, the land. There's a lot of permits I deal with, uh, legal permits, and also I ensure that the employees are protected from an OSHA standpoint. And, And I do industrial hygiene work, too essentially making sure that we have engineering controls in place that will ensure the safety and health of the employees are where they are supposed to be.
0: How did you get into this type of work?
1: Great question. So my degree from Wichita State University is in biology, biological sciences. I went for after graduating I actually worked for a little while as a custodian at Wichita State University. Uh, It was a great experience, met a lot of interesting people, and it was in conjunction with the work I'd done previously in customer service. At the very basis and heart of my philosophy and work and everything else I do is customer service. And after doing that for a while, I went into the master's program for teaching. And I ended up getting a position as an high school biology teacher. And they asked me, hey, would you mind teaching environmental science? And at first, I wasn't too hot on the topic because in college, my focus was in molecular and immunology and not so on the environmental side. Mm -hmm. And then when I ended up teaching environmental science, I fell in love with it. But I soon came to realize that... I did not have the experiences, real-life industrial experiences, where I could discuss with the students things outside of what they were reading in the textbook.
0: What was it about environmental science that, that you kind of fell in love with?
1: That we are, we need Earth. Mm-hmm. We live here and all of the changes that were occurring, the really the resources that we have that we need to ensure we preserve and how important and necessary that is for our life here on Earth.
0: I have a a science teaching friend who gets excited about this type of stuff as well. It it seems like if you're passionate about it, it's easy to be excited about it, and you want to spread that passion. Is that fair?
1: Definitely. Mm -hmm. When you're passionate about the work that you do, it's not arduous. It comes easily. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And with ease, essentially.
0: So, tell me about your other roles in environmental science, including one with the city.
1: After my experiences as a teacher, I went on to work for the city of Wichita Drinking Water Laboratory, where I ensured that the water we produced for the city was in compliance with the federal and the state regs. And um, I did bacteriology. I did some chemistry there. I also worked on the EPA lead and copper rule and I convised a list of houses around the city that may have lead copper lines just Mm -hmm. based upon the age of our infrastructure. Mm -hmm. And on a routine basis I would go around to the city and collect various samples at different businesses, including the fire departments and schools. And I would bring that back into the lab, ensure that the, there was no bacteria that were out of range and the chlorine levels were adequate pH to ensure the safety of our mm-hmm. Community.
0: What did you learn about city government working for the city in that capacity for, for about a year or two, right?
1: Yeah. What did I learn about city government? There are levels, I would say. Mm-hmm. And things tend to move more slowly than they do in industry. Right. And... Um it it's an important thing to have. Mhm.
0: Um and you, you know, not affiliated with the city, you also won an essay contest that that led you to Washington for a trip to to lobby in, in Congress. Tell yeah. me about that.
1: So one day I get an email uh saying, "Hey, we're having this event in On Washington DC on Capitol Hill and um, we're looking for a young professional to attend and there was an essay contest and so immediately I was already I was interested and Mm -hmm. I put the essay I wrote the essay and I was selected Mm -hmm. and my essay can be found on my LinkedIn page (laughs) And so the city of Wichita, it was outside of the city of Wichita. I was on my own. I took my vacation, but it was a paid trip. Uh, The the flight was paid, and uh, American Water, I was a member of American Water Water Works Association, and we went out there, and we had different events, and I spoke with members of Congress and EPA officials about the 2018 Farm Bill, so I helped bring, bring industrial hemp to Kansas, and also funding for the water treatment plant, the new water treatment plant.
0: Mm-hmm. You got a good look, when, working at the old water treatment facility, at how desperately a new facility was needed. Uh, tell me about how you, what you learned from working in the, at the current and what's soon to be the old facility.
1: I learned the different processes and how the water is treated and the challenges that we face based upon our aging infrastructure and uh, the hazards that exist in the facility as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm curious though how this leads to a run for mayor. Um, it's, it's been interesting talking with candidates about why the decision to run for mayor as opposed to a council position or working on district <laughs> advisory boards, things like that? Uh, this is a big leap. Why? Why this big leap for you?
1: I don't see it as a big leap. I see it as the right time, the right opportunity at the right time, and the experiences and skills that I have. especially not only you know Capitol Hill and the government city state and the federal experiences that I've had but also in the industry and working as a manager and as an environmental health and safety professional my job is important in a sense that yes we have to we should we got to make sure that we're keeping the business running because if we do something illegal or outside of our permit we can get shut down mm-hmm. and we also need to make sure that our employees are safe and healthy because at the end of the day without them we're not running
0: right.
1: but uh, one of the big aspects of my job is being able to communicate with other people listening to them and hearing their concerns and being, empathizing with them, understanding the work that they do so that I can ensure they're safe at the end of the day.
0: Mm-hmm. As a candidate who is not as well known as some of the others, including the incumbent mayor, um, what have you done to kind of spread your name around and, and to be noticed? And then I'm curious about what you were learning from people who were voters as, as, as you meet them. What are they, what's important to them in the community?
1: Definitely, I've done social media advertisements, and I have went to all of the debates that I was invited to, and I've responded to all the questionnaires that were sent to me, and every chance that I get to meet someone, I speak with them, and I let them know what I'm doing, and I ask them what's important to them. And when I express my position and the environmental health and safety as my essentially number one thing that I want to ensure our city has, they, the people that I speak with are all in agreement, have been in agreement with that. And I don't know if they're genuinely are or they're just wanting to have a pleasant conversation with me. So, (laughs)
0: um,
1: but that's been the general experience. I am working on getting some yard signs, but that comes with a price tag. Right. And so I'm looking into how I can accomplish that at a, with a budget the budget that I currently have mm-hmm. which is limited
0: <laughs> when you've been at the 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 candidate forums or you know or debates or whatever that you're invited to and what whatever wherever they are uh, I'm interested in what contrast that you have versus some other candidates that you're sitting alongside mm-hmm. um, you know mayor Whipple's probably very polished Lily, Lily Wu's probably very polished as a journalist um, Is your message more one topic about water safety, or or do you have to try to talk more about every issue?
1: I've I've spoken on every issue. I am passionate about the youth, and especially our criminal justice system, and the development of downtown Wichita. I'd like to see the community garden and all of that be more of a thing, essentially.
0: Mm -hmm. Go ahead.
1: And so I believe that I have a, I definitely bring a different perspective into the debates, and it's really centered upon, you know, I come from poverty, Mm -hmm. and I've had a challenging life, and I have this mindset that there is nothing too difficult to accomplish. And nothing takes... It, nothing, it might take some time, but it takes time to break habits and to chain, make changes. And I'm tenacious and determined. And all that came from my, my past mm-hmm. and the challenges that I've overcame. And I'm not the smartest person, but... When I do make a decision that's made not favorable, or um, I make a mistake because I'm human, I let other people know, I let it be known, and then I go to correct it. Mm-hmm. And you know, I've spoken about how I. I've i just I think that my connection with the different levels throughout the city and is important because I know what it's like to not be heard. Right. I know what it's like to have less than. And so I tend to be a great listener and I'm not I've never been somebody that is just super hard fast on one decision one thing or another. I've been extremely flexible and I tend to listen to all the different sides and take in all the different pieces of information and then utilize those to ultimately come up with a a plan that works for hopefully everyone.
0: Mm-hmm. Given your path, your uh, your upbringing here in Wichita, and you said you came from poverty in a kind of a tough start, what are your priorities for the city if you became mayor?
1: I would definitely want, number one, I want to establish an environment where we are supportive of one another, regardless of what you look like or how much money you have. And I want to bring opportunities to, especially younger, the younger generation who might not have those connections And uh, I would like to establish partnerships with the public school systems and different nonprofits to really strengthen our community. And I definitely wanna continue to develop the Riverfront area and utilize the resources that we do have to take us to the next level. And I tend to, and generally, be a type of person that if you got an idea, let's hear it. I'm innovative. I'm extremely creative. So if you tell me it can't be done, I guarantee you I can find a way.
0: Where did you get that creativity?
1: I'm most likely from coming up from a poverty, poverty mm-hmm. and having less than.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, did, did it just make you... Um a tougher person
1: um i think it just made me a
0: resolute person maybe
1: someone who even if i don't have um there's a word for it uh, i'm an improviser Mm -hmm. because i've been in a lot of places where i didn't have what i needed to really do the job maybe i didn't a simple example you don't have a screwdriver what do you use or you don't have a flathead. What do you use? You find something, right? And I've had to do that in a lot of areas throughout my life, and it enabled me to have these skills where just a very open-minded and welcoming and accepting to new ideas and different possibilities, because just because it's done this way does not mean that it's the only way, and it does not mean that there are not other alternatives that should be considered.
0: Mm-hmm. I see. Uh, this is a, a business podcast at heart, so I want to ask you some business questions. You talk about you talked about development around the river on both sides of the river. Um, you know, we had a, a pre-COVID uh, development plan for the east bank of the Arkansas River that was like 1.2 billion dollars, and it's kind of been pared down to 400 million. The last last we saw. Uh, what what do you see for the area around Century Two and the Hyatt Hotel? What's important to you to get that developed?
1: What's important to me to get that developed? Right. What <clears throat> what would
0: you like to see happen there?
1: I, w- <clears throat> I would like to see Century Two utilized more often and more events be held down there. I really want to have a more of a tourism type of um, feel going on down there.
0: Mm -hmm. To you, is it an underutilized part of our community, the, the downtown Riverbank area?
1: I wouldn't say underutilized, but I would say that there are opportunities that we have not taken advantage of. Or we could more be advantageous of the opportunities that currently exist Mm -hmm. and develop that river area
0: Mm -hmm. what are some of your other business priorities uh and i guess i'm thinking and talking of downtown more how do we develop our downtown a little better
1: i want to see more i would like to see the transportation more readily available Mm -hmm. And I would like to see the transportation 24 hours.
0: Is that necessary? I'm, I'm you know, I'm, I'm an old man, and I, I don't ride the bus system, and I, I don't know if, if it's necessary late at night.
1: Well, not yet, but I would like to make the nightlife a little bit more family, maybe. Um,
0: Tell me what you mean by that.
1: Well, we don't really have any bowling alleys downtown, do we? No. Nope, and the top golf situation is way out.
0: We are still east. a very east west city, aren't we?
1: Definitely. So it'd be, I think it would be advantageous to bring some of those things to downtown Wichita. Mm-hmm. And I like the medical facility that they had, they brought down there. That's going to bring a lot of different students, opportunities for business and growth. So I'm looking forward to that. Mm
0: -hmm. Do you think city government works well, both from what you saw when you were inside it and then from what you viewed over the past few years? Do you think city government works well?
1: So I was at the city of Wichita. I left in 2018, end of 2018. So it's been a while since I've been there. And I've watched the city council meetings. Um... I think that we have room for improvement. And that's kind of what I want to bring. It's a, a large part of my philosophy and the center of who I am and just listening to other people and helping other people. And at the I believe at the end of the day, everyone wants to do the right thing. And we do want to we wanna be loving, right? I don't believe people wanna do hurtful things to other people but it's a lack of communication skills, and I think respect. And when I was at the city of Wichita, I felt that there were, essentially, you get hired in, and this is your position, and this is where we want to keep you. And I don't think that's the right thing. Sir, sir, we have all stars and superstars, and you got to recognize those. Mm-hmm. And when an individual has goals and aspirations, and we sh- and a vision to be something other than what they currently are, we should support them, encourage them, and when you. pour into, or when you support, encourage your employees, when you truly care about them, then you, as a business or a government, prosper together. Mm -hmm. So that's really what I want to, as a mayor, I want to do at the government level, is really allow that open communication between different people and, you know, give them support when they need it and encourage them to do, to be the best that they can be, mm-hmm. right? And when you have somebody who is really great at this or wants to do this or has, is passionate about the work that they do, they tend to do a better job overall. Mm -hmm. And so that's the culture that I want to create in our government. And I want that to spread into our city. And hopefully I get that opportunity.
0: (laughs) We should talk about your creativity Uh, when you're not working or maybe even when when you are working. You are a poet and a music producer. Tell me about those creative aspects of your life.
1: So I've been a poet since, the long, since I was very young. I had a poem in a book when I was in third grade, I think. And I've just been making poetry throughout my life. But here recently, I've been an active member in Ponder This. And I've also had an opportunity with the City of Wichita Art Museum, where I performed a poem on a selected art piece and I do have a poetry book out on Amazon, and a lot of my poems are found on Instagram or TikTok, but I just have a very artsy and passionate side, a loving, caring side, and I tend to be more, I guess, thoughtful and heart-spoken, essentially, and that comes out in my poetry. And I've been a music producer. I use Logic X Pro since around December 2017. And so I mix, master, and produce my own music. I create the instrumentals, and I record everything on my own. And it's an outlet to express who I am. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's a part part of me.
0: So the more I learn about you, the more I think that you making a leap into the mayoral primary is is not a huge leap for you, right?
1: I wouldn't say so. Um, I think based upon my really the professional career, and I mean ever since I had this little book when I was a kid, and I don't know where it's at, but one of my goals was to become the first woman woman president. So I don't know if that will happen. <laughs> But I've just always been someone who spoke up for what is right. And if in college, I was the individual who was always asking these questions. And in high school, I was the one that if I seen somebody doing wrong to another person, I would stand up and let them know that's not right. Mm -hmm. And I just have a very, I tend to be very outspoken, but I'm also reserved individual Mm -hmm. so i have a passion to make the world a better place and i think that the person i am you know at the heart level or you know my soul is a beautiful soul and i think that my connections and my you know with the art community and the different cultures that i've been enabled to experience throughout my life and the different, you know, economic backgrounds that I've essentially came from and the socioeconomic status that I've I have i have had throughout my years enables me to communicate with other people and understand the challenges that they face so that the position that of a mayor, you know, I can really say, well, have you considered these individuals? Have we listened to them? and also my professional career of you know working in the city government working at the state level i've also had federal experience for a while as a mail carrier and just as my environmental health and safety position at at the industry levels and you know having to relate and communicate with everyone and you know if Johnny is cleaning the bathroom, right? It's important that I clean the bathroom with Johnny, essentially, as as much as I can, you know, do their job as well because I got to really understand what are the hazards that they that they face. And so being that that's my personality or that's I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't ask somebody to do something that I wouldn't do myself, you know? Mm -hmm. And so being able to relate to the different individuals of the city and communicate with them and understand and care about them is important. And so outside of the city government, you know, I would envision myself. Going into various businesses, speaking with different community members, and really forming partnerships and taking what they say back into our government level to improve our city. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, good luck to you as you continue on here in July and as we get to the August 1st primary. It's been a pleasure talking with you. And if you're down to the final two, we'll, we'll see you back here before the general election. Thanks, Julie. Thank you. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 320. We'll have the final mayoral candidate interview later this week with the incumbent, Brandon Whipple. A reminder that early voting has begun and the primary election day itself is Tuesday, August 1st. Check out all our podcast episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy Hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com forward slash evolve. Be well and be safe. Have a profitable week.